Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hockey Jersey Addicts, the podcast and support group for the addicted hockey jersey fan to talk twill, wool, acrylic, and polyester. Join us as we share what we've learned and uncovered about the game of hockey through collecting, restoring, customizing, and selling hockey jerseys. Around here, no jersey is too small or too big, too new or game-worn, too loud or too proud. We see everyone as equal and explore a diverse range of topics ongoing in the hockey community. We'll also dive into the vault with hockey history, trivia, and reminisce as much as possible about the grails we've got, the thrift store finds, and the watchlist wants. So put on some polyester, give us a listen, and if you like what you hear and want more, make sure to subscribe and follow us on your podcast station and social media of choice at Hockey Jersey Addicts. And remember, you miss 100% of the jerseys you don't collect. Canucks Forever 67 here with VanCan Fan 75, aka Kevin. It's really, really amazing to have you on today, man. I'm really excited that you're here. Why don't you just quickly say hi to all of our listeners out there? Well, hello, everybody. Uh, Dan, thanks for having me on. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, love talking jerseys and uh, really excited to get, uh, get down and get talking about it. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad you like talking about jerseys, too, because that's what we do around here. You can treat me as your confessional booth if you want. It's totally up to you. Um, but honestly, man, uh, one of the things that for those in the hockey jersey community, your reputation is very much along the lines of an amazing jersey uh, creator of unbelievable mashup jerseys involving pro NHL teams typically with some other sport reference mixed in. And the finished product is a unbelievable combination of quality of materials and quality of crests and shoulder patches that every time you put something out there, everyone in this community aware of you already is just floored by your skill and creativity. So we are very, very fortunate to have you on today because we're really looking forward to getting to know more about that. So before we go there, um, just to help us better understand who you are and how you became so involved to this level of creativity and ability, uh, let's start at the beginning. How, how did you become a hockey fan and, and a hockey jersey fan? I've been a hockey fan for all my life. Um, uh, back in the day, I actually was working at um, Rogers Arena, uh, at, at the arena. So it, uh, my fandom extended so far as that I wanted to be able to be at every game. Um, and uh, so for me, that was my way of being able to do that. Um, after a while, I had moved further away from the downtown core. So going down there every every game was becoming more challenging so and eventually i ended up having to leave that job so um then i became a season ticket holder so it's it's been just something all along that uh, i've always wanted to be there would love to be in the action um love seeing the jerseys of all the other teams coming in um and it's it's just something that i've always done so yeah yeah i mean that's great to so you've just kind of been involved with so much Canucks history and experienced so much of the Canucks history? Are we talking about season tickets and everything, the Canucks stadium and that as well? Yes. So season ticket holder up until about three seasons ago. So I let them go uh, about three seasons ago. Um, best memory, uh, well, best and worst memory, I guess, would be uh, Game 7, 2011. Um, yeah. yeah, it was heartbreaking. So. And then that, that SkyTrain ride uh, back home afterwards and just floating through Twitter and, and seeing what was happening with the city was just heartbreaking on top of the heartbreaking loss that we had. So it's uh, probably my fondest memory of, of ever going to a game. So, yeah. I mean, I wasn't there. I was living in Australia that, that year, so I didn't 
participate in the experience. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but for someone who kind of, I mean, I don't want to bring up this post-traumatic stress, um, but at the same time, it's like good to talk about with other fans that feel it. Cause I, I also remember 94 and just like, I can't stop seeing both Lyndon hugging Kirk McLean and also the smug grin of Mark Messier, like with the cup again, all wrapped up in that situation. And like, it's just, it's just tough to deal with. But um, it's also, when I say this, amazing memories of some amazing teams and some amazing times. And feeling that heartbreak is just a testament to kind of the fandom that we have. And we, you know, we're going to get a championship one day, I'm sure of it, and it'll make it that much sweeter, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. It's, uh, we're, we're trending in the right direction and it's, things are looking good. So it's, it's just one of those things where, yeah, it's, we hope to get there and, at the end of the day, the team can be really good, but if, if, if things go awry, anything can happen, right? It's just one of those games where anything can happen on any given day. So, Yeah, and I mean, we've, not to harp on it, but just to bring the point across, like we've gone into playoffs ranked number one and been upset quickly, and we've also seen the Kings go in at a number eight, three down, and win a cup anything's possible once you get to the playoffs what i love about the nhl compared to other sports like the nba which i know you use a lot mashups in your jerseys um like most of the first round of the nba playoffs is kind of like sweeps or a foregone conclusion but in the nhl it's like well now that the two coaches are facing off against each other as well and can prepare for that specific team it's a different game in the playoffs. Anything can happen. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. It's with basketball, the team is, is so much smaller. So when you have these super teams that get formed with two or three players, those two or three players are able to dominate the game. Where, as with hockey, you know, a team with every team has two or three good players. So it's the teams that really get that support from their bottom six and their fifth and sixth defensemen that are what pushes teams over the top and obviously not uh, running into the injury bug as well. Right. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a different game than the NBA for sure. Yeah. It's interesting just to see how many, um, even though it's a different game and different game played and because it's more of a top five dominated thing that even the contract disparity between players in the NHL versus the NBA is different, but it's also two seasons that have 82 games and have same amount of rounds in the playoffs. And for all intents and purposes, have a salary cap and a collective bargaining agreement and an NBA players association. And one of the things that's like been a really cool thing to see the NBA do uh, recently as like an outside observer to the NBA, but still a fan of jerseys is this whole like city thing that they did. I don't know what it's officially called, but like the awesome like trim on those Brooklyn Nets basketball jerseys, for example, like calling back to like the notorious B.I.G. era of like Brooklyn and stuff was just so cool to see. And it reminded me a little bit of like this reverse retro thing that's been going on in the NHL. And I just love this Jersey participation happening across the leagues. Like I, I, I mean, the NFL kind of screwed up on the color rush for colorblind people not being able to see it and causing problems. But that aside, like what are your opinions on that kind of addition to the jerseys available and being worn by the, the clubs yeah i think with the nba like i think they call it the city edition mm. they they've knocked it out of the park like some of these jerseys are beyond cool like i think my favorite is miami like miami has fully oh, embraced yeah. the the miami vice theme totally. with everyone the one they've done for this coming season it's it looks like it's gradient or something like it it's it's got the blue and the pink in it whereas before you know they did 
uh, one that was black with pink trim, and then they did one that was pink with blue trim, and then I think they had one that was blue with pink trim as well. So it looks like this year they've mashed it all together into like a gradient um, with all three colors on it. It's phenomenal. So it's um, and the other one I really like actually, and and they did one similar last year was with the um, LA Clippers. They they have this really cool Los Angeles font on the white and black jersey last year, and then for this season they've gone ahead and just reversed it, and and the jersey is black with a white trim. But it it it's just it's classic, and it looks so cool. It looks so cool. When it, I think what really makes these jerseys stand out sometimes is like when you just have a like a bomb ass color palette like that Miami Heat that you're talking about. It just can add to so many sweet combinations using those that like the contrast created just, oh man, everything can pop off of those things. And you did one, right? With Barkov. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so like, were you just, uh, I mean, let's, let's use that as a jumping point to just talk a little bit about uh, like the chicken and the egg here. What comes first? Like, are you looking for a good deal on a, on a jersey you know you can work with and then you start from there after or are you kind of like already in mind looking is it sometimes client comes to you at this point because of your reputation and it's like this is what i want is it all of the above at this point i'm i'm just super curious yeah definitely it's it's actually a combination of of both of those things like when i first started i was looking for um I had this fascination with the MIC jerseys, the dimples and, and all that cool stuff, right? So yeah. I really wanted to be able to do something with jerseys that had the dimples on them. So um, the first place that I was able to get a really good deal on the, the jerseys was just actually on eBay. And the seller was selling them for like 75 bucks. And they had teal and they had powder blue. So um, I just, I ordered a couple of each of those. And... Um, then once I had the powder blue one, I had no idea what I wanted to do with it when I ordered it. Um, but so then I was searching through uh, and I'd basically look through each city and, and I'd look at the colors of each team. And then when I had the powder blue, I just gravitated towards Florida and Miami Heat because I knew that, that they were doing that Vice theme for their city edition. And then I just put it all together, uh, visioned the logo, and then... Um, had it made and, and then it, it it turned out so cool it's it's the favorite my favorite one that i've ever done for sure oh really yeah oh that's that's so interesting to hear you know yeah. it's my favorite one is the other one that you got in that batch most likely when you mentioned the teal it's was that the one that became the hues that you did yeah at least oh oh yeah. man yeah. i still drool over that one all the time <laughs> just because like i mean it's also just, I love the 90s and that era. And like, I miss the Grizzlies so much as it is already. And, oh, dude, you just <laughs> such a good job. But I mean, was that one similar? Were you just kind of like, what color is going to work with this? Wait a minute. And it was like a shower thought type situation. Yeah, that one. No, that one actually had some thought into it when I was ordering it. Like, when I like being in Vancouver for so long, the the Grizzlies here are still like so highly thought of. There's people in town that make movies about the Grizzlies. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but I think it actually came on Netflix. It was called Finding Big Country, and there was a, a local filmmaker that made this movie about uh, going to find Big Country, and he's and living somewhere in Oklahoma. And she tracked him down and interviewed him when nobody had been able to get a hold of the guy or, or had heard from him in 20 years. So it was oh. the Grizzlies here are, are are so still highly thought of. People want to bring the team back. There's a couple of stores downtown that uh, sell Grizzlies gear. Like, like Mitchell Nest still makes it quite a bit of stuff for them. So they um they bring all that stuff in. So it's it's so highly thought of. Um, and then, so for me, uh, being such a huge fan of the Grizzlies and obviously wanting them to come back as well, it was um, something that I thought about it, but I didn't know how I'd put it together. So then I went and I had the, the crest made for it. 
and uh, and then I had a, a number kit designed for it based off of the colors and the font that the Grizzlies wore on their jerseys. Um, and then I, right. I, I sewed it all together and, uh, and I posted it and it blew up. Like, I don't know, Bar Down, which I think is an offshoot of TSN, um, yeah. posted it on their, on their Twitter page and then on their Instagram. And then somehow the Canucks got a hold of it and the Canucks uh, Instagrammed it as well. And I think over the course of like three days, it got somewhere in the neighborhood of like 60,000 likes between uh, Bar Down, the Canucks, and uh, Sportsnet, I think, all, also picked it up. So it just blew up. Like it was everywhere, uh, which was beyond my wildest dreams. It was so cool to, that so many people thought so highly of something that I thought I just, you know, put together um, without much skill. <laughs> I mean, okay, without much skill, I'm scared to see what you're coming out with next then, man. If this, is, <laughs> if this is with one eye open type situation. I mean, uh, not, not to dissect that process too much, but are you sitting there on a computer just kind of clicking through colors and like seeing what the numbers are going to look like on the teal or is it more just kind of like a, you know, at some point, I imagine anyway, it's like, oh, well, on the computer, this is looking sweet. I just hope in real life it turns out this good. Yeah, it, uh, it's a lot of time uh, on Google. I am in by no stretch of the imagination a graphic designer or anything like that. Like, I don't know how to use Photoshop or anything like that. So everything's sort of up in my brain and I'm, I'm Googling pictures and I, you know, take screenshots all the time and uh, and i save them so when i'm putting it all to all the ideas together uh i take each picture and then i i send off the logos to get made and the kit to get made and every time i've done it so far i mean it's i haven't had one yet that i haven't been happy with so it's they've all turned out amazing so nice that get that gives you a lot of confidence to keep pushing the envelope you know with coming up with new things and trusting your process a little bit which is so cool i mean i know there's a lot of components that go into making these things incredible like we don't even we haven't even talked about the fact that most of the time you're taking jerseys that have other things on them already so you have to have the skill to remove those things properly then you also have to have the skill to sew these things together once you have the parts it's it's if I could use an analogy, it's a little bit like a car mechanic would need to take apart and put together an engine or something like that, but now with more horsepower. And so was like all of this kind of a, a manifestation, like to do these custom jerseys at the point where you had already kind of acquired those other component skills, or was it more like, I want to do custom jerseys, now I need to learn all of these other things too? Well, I think at first with the, well, the Grizzlies one was the first one that I had ever done. So it, it, from there, just the amount of feedback I got on it sort of made me want to try and do others. So, uh, and of course I had people reach out to me left, right, and center to, um, get Grizzlies jerseys from me right through yeah, Twitter. Or I was through... one of them for sure. <laughs> I was like, I just want to know if I can get them. Don't ask. I don't want to know how much it costs. I'm just curious if it's for sale and you're planning on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I had a few of uh, the people reach out for that and, uh, and I, I did make a few. So it's, um, but that's part sort of died down now and obviously you can get them a lot cheaper now. So it's, <laughs> it's, uh, um, They've been popping, obviously been popping up on the local Facebook marketplace and on eBay. So it's, uh, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's taken on a life of its own where I don't know if I should be honored or pissed off that I'm being knocked off by a DH gate, but yeah. it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a cool feeling actually. So it's, uh, I, I hate the whole counterfeit Jersey obviously, but it's, uh, right. It's one of those things where, okay, I guess I can be a little flattered, but it, the ones they're making look terrible. So that actually makes me feel better too, because if people still want to get a, a better quality product, they could um, 
they can obviously get one from me, right? So, but at a different price point, obviously. Right. But I mean, that's, that's two things I wanted to touch on at some point. Might as well do it now. The first is you're using the word similar to the expression imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. So you're very humble in taking the high road uh, a little bit. I'd be, oh, fuck, I'd be so, <laughs> I'd be so much like, yo, wait a minute, where's my cut first off? And then I don't know, man, you, just because I know that there's a lot of time and effort put into these, but I, I don't know just how much. And I think it's worth giving you the, like the time to just explain, like, you know, when you say quality, we're talking about like jerseys that are already virtually impossible to come by by the general public because Adidas Indonesia jerseys are available at retail, but the made in Canada ones typically aren't. And it's more who you know or looking for opportunities. But you can't just walk on to into a shop or go to a website. Um, but then there's the time and design time and working with your partners and the materials required to put them down. Like all of that really factors into it. I, I, I know. Right. But do you care to elaborate on just kind of like anything beyond that? Just what's going into some of these things? Cause I, I can't stress enough how amazing quality these things are. Yeah, definitely. It, uh like your assumptions correct it's it's not an easy process it's it's time consuming it takes time to remove the the crest from the original jersey so it takes more time to i mean obviously pre-stitch um with the grizzlies jerseys anyway the 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 kits are three layers so you have to pre-stitch two layers before you even stitch it on the jersey so if i was to estimate the amount of time that goes into making each jersey one by one it's it's somewhere between six and eight hours for each one so it's it's and it's not all at once obviously it's it's right. over over a few days but it's uh there is time uh, and there's love that goes into it because honestly i'm my i'm my biggest um uh, critic so if right. if something doesn't look right i um i i'll redo it until it's right it's um it's one of those things where it's i'm I'm, I want it to have it be as, as good as it can be. So, and, and that's just me being me, obviously, but it's, uh, it's, it's important to me that it's, it's, the quality is, is great. So. I mean, as I, I think anyone buying your, your jerseys would really appreciate hearing that just as a reiteration and those looking over them should know that too. I mean, I love learning about people that it's, it's such a passion for them that yes, of, co of course, because your time is valuable, cost is important, but also you're willing to make sure it's done right, no matter what. And that's the thing that I think w where I really depart from like the seeing the imitation happening. Cause I also, I'm like, well, if you're going to do it, do it right. And uh, it's just, it's, it's gratifying though. You, know knowing that you still have like a supreme product over these other people and it's 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 fantastic work so let me ask you because of this you know tens of thousands likes fallout and you mentioned you've made a few others i've seen pictures of a few of the others that you've made i know you've made like a black version of it um with uh horvat and I think you've made even some other iterations with Miller, perhaps. Um, and that's all great with the Grizzlies. I'm sure that kind of happened as a result of it. Are, and if that's been dying down, is it been taken up by like now people reaching out and being like, can you do this for me? Can you do this like Russell Wilson crossover? Uh, can you do this um, Austin Matthews Blue Jays? Um, I'm looking over some of the other ones you've got up here, like Kaner with the Bulls, and I think who's this Kopitar with the Lakers? Like these are all really, really cool. Are these all custom projects that you were doing for people ahead of time, or are you just kind of like coming up with a combination that you know is like, well, that's a popular player and a popular team. It'll it'll work. 
Yeah, I think that goes back with with those jerseys where those were ones I was able to get. And then once I had the jersey, then I thought of what I could do with those. So yeah, to answer your question, no, those were not like ordered by somebody. Those were ones that I came up with. Um, I'm a huge sports fan. I, I, don't, I don't just love the Canucks. I, I love the NHL. I, I love the NBA. So, uh, and I love baseball as well. So for me to be able to take um, these and just come up with what I came up with with those ones is were my ideas and things that I thought would look cool. Um, and obviously, I made them with the intent of adding them to my collection, basically. Oh, nice. But okay. it, um, my collection is is grown exponentially over the last nine, ten months <laughs> since <laughs> I've been home from uh, work with COVID. Uh, I've been working from home for the last nine months, so it's uh, my <laughs> my my jersey collection has grown, uh, like I said, exponentially. So. Um, I've, I, I have moved those on to their forever homes. So it, uh, it, uh, it's, uh, but it's now morphed into, um, I'm making, I have, I have a, like a toolkit with kits and logos in it in my basement that I work out of. And it's, uh, I've probably got anywhere from 15 to 20 ready to go. <laughs> so wow. it's, uh, I, I think I have, Last time I counted a couple of weeks ago, I think I had 25 or 26 MIC practice jerseys downstairs uh, waiting to be worked on. So it's, um, <laughs> it's, uh, you, you could say it's, uh, it's going to keep me busy for the next while. Um, I had people reach out to me for custom work um, for Christmas. Uh, I had random ladies uh messaging me on instagram asking for me to do stuff because their husbands love my work and uh they want to surprise them with uh with something special for christmas please so. let one of those people have been my girlfriend <laughs> mm. uh unless your girlfriend's in california or in uh vegas i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh and, it, and it, it's more like it's um like I guess I can talk about it. I don't think the guy is on uh, Discord or on um, on Reddit, but uh, um, it was one of them was like the coolest one I've ever done. It was um, the gentleman was um, I think he was half Japanese and half um, Mexican, I believe. So his girlfriend asked me to make him a Vegas Golden Knights uh, Lunar New Year jersey. But change oh. it from so we changed it from um, Chinese writing to Japanese writing, and then um, put his name on the back, which is a um, Spanish uh, last name, but in Japanese as well. And it turned out so good. Like it's, uh, I, I'll post it on my Instagram after Christmas once he's gotten it. But because uh, I know he looks at my Instagram, but it's uh, it, it was honestly it's it's the coolest one I've ever seen. It it turned out so good. So. Wow, what a cool! I'm really excited to see that, like all your others that you tease about too. I mean, it's really, really exciting just to see the encouragement the community's been giving you. But the feedback is overwhelmingly positive. So you know, we we want to encourage more of this in-home operation setup you have going on with 25 practice jerseys in the basement. This better explains why the other day where I like sent you a link where there's one guy selling two, you're like, no, I'm good for now. Like, I, think, <laughs> I think I'm okay. Thanks. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. Now, it's, now it yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm fully stocked right now. I mean, there's, I mean, there's a couple of colors that I haven't been able to get that I would love to get my hands on, but they're like under lock and key, like um, the, uh, the King's um, customizer, I think it's Bobcat. He, uh -huh. he has the purple ones that they used for the Kobe Bryant tribute night. And okay. I think they did a Lakers uh, warm up as well. And I've been trying to, to get a couple of those out of them. And I even reached out to like the Kings foundation to try and get some through them. Wow. And they shut me down so hard. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, and they also have white, white with gray trim, which is what they use when they wore the, they wore the Burger King um, warm up jerseys. So oh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. So those are two colors. Like if I could grab any right now, those would be them. So 
it's uh, I have a dream of using a purple one to do a, um, a Raptors uh, Austin Matthews one. So it's uh, that would be it. I had some people reach out to me um, that weren't completely comfortable with the price point that we need to be at for the ones with the sweet, sweet dimples. So I have made a few with the um, Adidas has like a, it's called their team line. And I think they make these jerseys to sell to like youth teams and beer league teams. So they are the Indonesian made uh, version okay. of the, of the non NHL licensed ones. So, okay. um, so yeah, so I've, I've actually made a few on that template and, and they, honestly, they still turn out fantastic. Uh, they just don't have those sweet, sweet dimps. So it's, uh, and I've actually picked up a couple of uh, CCM quick lights, um, which is oh. the, it's the, the version that they wear in the AHL and also in the CHL up here in Canada for the WHL, the OHL, and the QMJHL. They wear these, uh, it's the CCM version of the Adidas uh, MIC. So it's their CCM quick light. Um, this material is very similar to the, uh, Adidas one, but it just doesn't have the dimples on the shoulders, but it's, uh, so I've got a couple of those downstairs in the closet as well that I haven't quite imagined up a project for yet. So, um, but I'll be interested to see how those work out as well. Yeah, me too. I'm, uh, always interested to see just like how much of this might be driven by just people's brand loyalties or affinities, like. Jersey people are weird. We're all we all have collections or reasons for what we collect, and it doesn't need to make sense to anyone. The only thing that needs to make sense is that everyone's allowed to do whatever they want. And like I don't know, some people might be holding out hope that you're working on something with like a CCM authentic center ice or something, and then all of a sudden it's like shut up and take my money. That's what I've been waiting for. Um, it's just curious to see what people will react to i think what you're doing is so neat and like who knows what will happen if someone reaches out with a project idea it it might steer you into working with materials you hadn't thought of before because so and so really likes sparkle twill or this person absolutely wants this color i mean you know i saw something the other day where someone was showing off like what they discovered under black light with a Vegas Golden Knight jersey, like maybe there's materials that would show up only under black light that could like add a different dimension and um, accent color than before. You know, who knows, right? Yeah, no, I saw that uh, that Vegas patch as well. I guess it was from the front of the jersey, and it, it the the rivets or something lit up or something a different color. Is that the one you're talking about? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Like, yeah, that's kind of cool. You know, I mean, what if you threw a Vancouver Grizzlies under black light and the eyes lit up? You know, like, damn, that could be yeah, cool. Yeah, that would right? be so cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I and and like on that vein, aren't you kind of experimenting with like doing some trim and stuff? Like maybe adding some pattern to a jersey rather than needing to find the jersey with that color trim or with that pattern yeah i sure am uh i had some yeah some different um called pvc so it's able to be ironed onto the jersey and so i actually have some in the basement ready to roll uh i and i'm, I'm gonna be making a grizzlies jersey uh for myself with some new components to it so it's um so instead of having the big bear logo on the front it's actually going to have the as the grizzlies jerseys did back in the day just says grizzlies on the front and then i'm going to put the number on the front as well uh, but yes oh, cool. so i've also got some trim so the grizzlies i think the best part about those grizzlies jerseys was the the first nations trim mm -hmm. that was on the collar and That's around great. the armholes so cool right so i had that uh, replicated um, so yeah, so it's going to be going on my next Grizzlies project that, uh, hopefully it works out as I'm hoping it will. I haven't worked with the product before, so it's going to be a, a big work in progress, but, uh, I'm confident it will, if, if it turns out the way I think it's going to look, it's going to look amazing. So yeah. 
kind of something that's (laughs) (laughs) i sure hope so oh my god that's gonna be awesome man i can't wait to see that i mean you're, you were using felt recently too, because you just posted a Vancouver Millionaires one with that material, and it it looks so good as well. Uh, that one uh, that one had been planned for a while, so I I think for for me, um, the millionaire the colors that the millionaires uh, the Canucks use for those millionaires jerseys is just. It's so cool. Like that burgundy and sort of off-white cream color together, it just, it looks so good together. So yeah, when I finished that one off, I was like, wow, this looks kick-ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, we need more felt. I mean, I'm thinking about that all-star game in Minnesota where they brought him back and the Herit- or Winter Classic, was it, with the Dallas Stars? Um, dude, jerseys with that felt just look oh. The texture and the added, like, just dimension, it just, it's so sweet. I, I think it's underused and needs to be more appreciated. But that's my uh, especially opinion, with... and I'm allowed to say it because I have my own <laughs> podcast, but whatever. Yeah. yeah, I think especially with hockey being such, so relatable to um, everything being what's old is new again. Like mm. you could, you could definitely see teams coming back with, you know, you see some teams now they've gone with the perforated numbers and um, yeah. I th- that sort of technology moving forward to make the Jersey lighter. And obviously the, the felt I think is probably heavier. Um, yeah, so I don't know if we'll see it, but I mean, for one-off games, it, I think you, you can't beat it. The, the look on it, and I guess especially with the winter classics and stuff, with that sort of vintage feel to those games, uh, the way the coaches dress up with the hats and the really oh, cool buddy. the really cool jackets that you used to wear back in high school, like stuff like that, it, it, adding felt to those jerseys just puts them over the top. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love, like, I want every coach to be, like, with a paper lineup card in their hand, like Herb Brooks. And I, at one of these games, I just want the NHL to bust out the woolly boys and just let everyone skate around in like actual sweaters for 15 minutes out there. And just like, I'll drop so much money on one of those. I freaking love the woolly boys, but that's a, that's a topic for a different episode for sure. I just, in my mind, I'm thinking about all these ideas and I, I just, I'd love to see, this is, sounds so weird. I'd love to see your basement, but like your workshop and your experiment laboratory must just be so much fun to play around with. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can assure you it's not as glamorous as it sounds. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it all only thing that matters is what ends up on Instagram anyway, right? Like it doesn't matter yeah. what goes on behind the scenes at all. No, no, of course not. Finished product um, is all that matters. Yeah. Well, I I just want to say it's been really fun talking to you about this. I know that we could just go on forever um, about more about it. I'm I'm I I just love to talk to you more about your your sports fandom because it just sounds like you've bringing in a lot of different components of the different clubs to these jerseys to make a really cool concept and. Um, these mashups are, you know, a testament to that. So, you know, thanks for coming on. I thought for those listeners that are aware, we like to do trivia. Um, And so I've made a trivia around a mashup thing and we can go there next if you're ready. But before we just leave the, uh, the whole subject of just these awesome jerseys you're making, is there anything else you want to throw in and add to the conversation? No, it's just that it's it's what became a, sort of a small project. Um, what started out as a small project for me um, has just it's morphed into something that I'm spending so much time doing. And every time I make one, I just in my mind, I just this is going to be the coolest one I've done. This is going to be the coolest one I've done. And it's uh, so I keep that in the back of my mind when I'm coming up with ideas for it. So um, I hope. To, I hope that's what people think, and and when you see them posted up there, that people are are thinking, "Wow, this is this is really cool stuff, man!" Like it's it's 
I love to do it. It's, it's something that, you know, if you had asked me two years ago, if I would ever be, you know, buying a sewing machine and, and, and sitting in my basement, sewing, sewing hockey jerseys, like, no, no, that's not me at all. And it's just, it's just turned into this passion that I, I love doing. And obviously my wife is like, Oh, you're sewing another hockey jersey, eh? And it's, uh, uh, are you going to be sewing tonight? And this and that. So it's, uh, uh, she's luckily she's really understanding and and she's a fan as well and she's she's a huge fan of Canucks Forever sixty seven so it's <laughs> it's nice. uh, it, it, it's it's all good so yeah yeah we yeah I I appreciate you adding that and just explaining more about it it's it's true we all we all need supportive partners if we're lucky to have one um, just to keep us level headed at times but also you know uh, just they. I, I think it's funny just how much eye rolls I get sometimes. Like even right now I'm talking to you, like I know Marianth is walking around on tippy toes cause she's afraid to make any noise. Cause she's just so great. But at the same time, when I told her, Hey, I'm going to be talking to this guy who makes mashup jerseys and blah, blah, blah. Like I can already see her like eyes roll and like kind of tune it out. <laughs> and so she's got a very good balance and I really appreciate her too. So yeah. Uh, Always important to have a supportive partner. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Um, Okay, well, um, let's let's see. Based on some of these mashups you've done, uh, what your trivia in sports mashups might be like related to the NHL. So, for for those listening, um, typically what happens is it's a three question trivia. You have to get two out of three correct to win a prize, and then that prize is typically some thing from our sponsors we don't have any sponsors though so i'm still like just custom giving away prizes based on people um i typically give people a stanley cup winning patch unfortunately we don't have any good history there to do uh also if i gave you a patch it wouldn't be as cool as what you want so we'll we'll come up with some prize if if by default it is a tub of oxyclean great but you might be the guy that's got his heart set on like a new sewing kit for all I know. So we'll work something out, but (laughs) all right. Sounds good. (laughs) uh, You know, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm just assuming you're going to get two out of three, right. And I pride myself on coming up with the hardest questions out there, obviously. Um, So let's see how you do. Are you ready to play? Let's roll. Let's do this. Okay. So first question is there are about, and it's, it's, um, you have to answer. There's no multiple choice. You have to give me the two teams. There are about 15 or so now defunct NHL teams. And of those, there are two teams in NHL history that while their team is now defunct, their name is being used to this day in MLB baseball. Can you name the two now defunct NHL teams whose names are being used in MLB baseball. Oh, wow. Um, let's see. No, you have totally stumped me. <laughs> okay. Let me see if I can. All right. Well, for, well, first of all, this was like inspired by this mashup you did with uh, the St. Louis Eagles uh, jersey. You know, that one that yeah, is just yeah. like so friggin' sweet because it there was an actual NHL team called the St. Louis Eagles. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. It's now the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, one of these I think you'll know. And it's like, oh, yeah, because uh, it's a little bit more obvious is um, the Colorado Rockies because that was the team in the Avalanche and like, like became part. And now they're the Colorado Rockies in the MLB. So okay, yeah, okay, that th- that should have been obvious, yeah. <laughs> and then the one that's like kind of harder and more buried in history is um, there was actually an NHL team called the Pittsburgh Pirates for a little while, and now that team is being that that name is being used by the uh, well, the Pittsburgh Pirates baseball team. You know? Yeah, that's deep. Yeah, you, I would never have gotten that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I'm good. feeling good. That, that, now I don't have to give you a prize. That a great question, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this one, um, you know, is uh, a little bit 
Well, we'll just see. Uh, this one's multiple choice, okay? And it's called City of Champions, and it's inspired by the mashup jersey you recently did where it was a cool red one featuring both the Kansas City Chiefs and the St. Louis Blues, who are both teams from Missouri, winning championships in 2019. So I was like, you know, let's look up other times that an NHL team and a, another team from that city or state has won a championship. And let's see which one actually happened. So my question for you, and this is multiple choice, is which one of the following combinations of championships happened in the same year? So did the Washington Nationals and Washington Capitals win their championships in the same year? That's choice one. Did the Chicago Cubs and the Chicago Blackhawks win in the same year? That's choice two. Choice three, and it's only three. Did the San Antonio Spurs win the championship the same year as the Dallas Stars? Would you like me to repeat those options for you? Nope. I will go with Washington. Oh, no. It's incorrect. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, the Washington Nationals won the World Series the year after the Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, guess what? It's, uh, it's one out of three. So the rules of trivia just changed. And we'll, we'll ask you this next one. Because this is, again, City of Championships. And um, this is your question. Which okay. team has won more championships in Vancouver? Is it the Canucks, the Grizzlies, or the Millionaires? Millionaires. Yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> one is more than none. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> Uh, so it's, it's funny. Did you see like the, um, there was this picture posted just recently of like, of the last 20 years, which, uh, NHL teams have won the most Stanley cup playoff series. And it's like crazy. The Pittsburgh Penguins have won the most over the last 20 years, but, um, San Jose sharks are like number two. And I was like, oh, the Canucks will be in there for sure. And they are, but they're like kind of middle of the pack. And I'm just like, man, I guess the heartache was over. I, I don't know. I guess I made too much of it. And now I have a little bit more respect for uh, Sharks fans. Not enough to care about them. No. Over the Canucks. <laughs> just a little bit more respect. I, I was a Cubs. I am still a Cubs fan. And, you know, the year they won was pretty awesome for me, too. So. No, the Sharks anyway. have been a consistent, except for this past season, really. But as far as consistency goes over the last 15 years or so, like they've been good for ever, right? But never quite good enough to take that final step, right? It's like, it's, uh, it, it, I yeah. can imagine it's tough to be a Sharks fan too, because they're at what, 20, 30 years this year, I think. So you're getting to the point where you've had, people that were kids uh sharks fans as kids now that are adults and and they haven't seen a championship right so they're getting yeah. into that territory where you know canucks fans territory almost right so that's yeah it's it's fair like i'll i'll now i'll drink with you in your misery instead of fun <laughs> with you i can take as my uh, my new stance on the matter it'd be interesting to see if it ever works out for the sharks for sure yeah goes back to a little bit of an earlier chat where it was like talking about the competitiveness of the leagues and you know you can have a team like the San Antonio Spurs just go like forever and uh that was the answer by the way to the trivia I don't know if I ever oh. revealed that <laughs> just to bring us back because I know everyone listening has been hanging on oh. what the answer was it was in 1999 um it was kind of crazy like when I was looking that up um you had so many times where it was almost, but not quite. Like the LA Kings won two cups, but both 
times they won it, it was never during a year that the Lakers or the Golden State Warriors won a championship, even though that domination was happening. Talking hockey jerseys with you has been so much fun. So I really appreciate you spending time with us. Congratulations on winning trivia with your excellent last answer for the Vancouver Millionaires. Came in clutch at the end. Came in clutch. You finished strong, you know. So that's what's important around here. And um, man, I just really appreciate you coming on. Before we sign off, uh, I'll just say to all of our listeners out there, thank you as always for listening. We really appreciate your support. If you have any feedback, if you have a really fun story you want to tell and be on the show, you can reach us at hockeyjerseyaddicts at gmail.com. And uh, Kevin, a.k.a. Canucks Forever 67, thanks for coming on. The mic is yours to give any shout outs um, and sign us off. Sounds good, Dan. Thanks for having me. It, uh, yeah, if anyone's interested in checking out uh, my, my work, you can certainly look at my Instagram page at Canucks Forever 67. Uh, pretty active on there. I also have a Twitter account as well, uh, Canucks number four ever 67. Uh, not as active on there though. So um, yeah, feel free. And if anyone's ever, um, wanting to talk to me about getting one made feel free to reach out to me on instagram uh or uh, reddit or discord as well uh we can talk about what you have visioned and uh, can try and make it come to life so yeah sounds good again thanks for having me uh thanks man i'm gonna have to ask you to repeat that last part on speaker so that mariantha can hear all of that and how to reach you and everything i'm just kidding <laughs> that's great man I, hey man thanks so much uh i've got some music to play you out on you won't hear it but i think you'll appreciate it when you listen back so thanks so much for taking time with us you have a great rest of the day happy holidays as well and uh take care awesome thank you so much and happy holidays Bye.